as my dad says, nothing is more foreign to a teenager than being thankful. And the last year has made it harder. I'm applying for college right now. Uh, I'm a good distance runner, as you might have seen on my mom's Facebook page. I literally ran thousands of miles to make this dream come true. But now my path is uncertain. So I guess it's time to be thankful.
Aloha community. As we move into prayer, I want to offer a testimony of praise. We had our worship gathering this Sunday and shortly after, uh, my wife Johanna went into labor. Uh, she labored for the next uh, many hours and on Monday evening, our baby boy was born. We are so thankful and there is just so many creative and good things going on that um, it's, it's hard to list, list them all. So let's give thanks in this week of Thanksgiving. Join me in prayer. Oh, Father God, in the midst of this year, in the midst of all the happenings, we give you thanks. We give you thanks because we know that there is hope now. We know that you are close. You give us direction. You give us comfort. You give us community to journey with us, Lord. And as we continue our service, we offer up our hearts to you, our souls to you, and our lives to you. Lord, we are open for your direction. We turn our faces toward you and we give you our lives. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for providing your community, your word, and your worship. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. The biggest challenge I would say would be, of course, be dealing with this pandemic. And um, for me personally, it took a toll on me. Um, you know, I, I was at the store. I, I still work at the store. Around the first week of August was when I started to feel, you know, headaches and coughs. And I was like, okay, I know these are the two symptoms. I need to talk to somebody about it right away. So I called my doctor within two hours. I, <laughs> You know, I actually went to go get a test and um, and lo and behold, the next day I found out that I had COVID. Okay. I got this candle. That was really a scary time for me only because um, I did have parents at home. I still live with my parents and both of them had like, you know, really what you call underlying causes. I experienced God in, in the fact that, like, I had a lot of time with Him, you know, connecting with Him, just talking with Him, laying all my fears to Him, you know, um, and crying and just, just realizing that He is using this time for a connection, you know, and He, you know, showed who was in control um, during that time. Um, an example, of course, would be like, you know, my father, my mom, them not getting COVID. Um, another example would be like things at work was being taken care of by other people. I just saw, I just saw myself doing more, you know, things to help spread God's love into our kingdom. There you go. I've been getting lots and lots of prayers and lots and lots of like, you know, people sozoing for me and, and whatnot. And I feel like it's going in a really good direction where I can be more fruitful in, in, in God's kingdom. And I, I was looking forward to that. And I look forward to doing more of that. 
in the next year or so. So <laughs> that alone was just enough to make 2020 this is the biggest adventure of my life, really, you know. <laughs> Ali, thanks so much for kicking us off in our Advent calendar. Advent is really the four Sundays prior to Christmas. I can't believe Christmas is just around the corner. So we're going to see more of our Blue Water community involved in Advent. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's next week. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. My wife and I, we, every single week probably, we do a lot of counting our blessings. We're so thankful for our family, our marriage, but more importantly, anything else, it's really we're thankful for you, our Blue Water community. So we love you guys. Last weekend, we had an amazing worship night. It was just filled with a lot of people with a lot of safety protocols. It was a really opportunity for us to worship through music and giving all glory to God. And so we just thank everyone who was who involved uh, who helped to make it possible. The worship team, the sound, the AV, all the setup and breakdown crew registration and everyone who came out. It really was a spirit-filled night. Our next in-person gathering is gonna be led by Rolo and Connor, our Family Life Ministers. And they are planning a movie night. That's gonna be super exciting. So movie night, it'll happen on Sunday night, same place at Wellspring, and it's gonna be on December 13th. Because of limited space, we need to limit, have priority to our families. So for you to actually secure a spot, please go online and register so we know how many people we can accommodate for. We're gonna have a lot of snacks, a lot of opportunities, keep it very safe again. I think it's gonna be a really cool time to celebrate together. Let's move into our time of worship with our tithes and our offering. It is such a beautiful way for us to partner with the Lord with a spirit of generosity. So if this is your first time, please don't feel any obligation to give. Take this service as our gift to you. And if you feel like Blue Water is your home church or you feel blessed by it, give as the, the Lord leads you to do that. You can give online or you can send it via mail. Let's pray for our kids and our family. We just love you guys so much. Let's bow our heads. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for you. We thank you that you are in the midst of our family. You created family. And I pray, Father, for just a joy and a celebration in each and every one of our families, Lord. I pray your provision in every single way. Lord, I just thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, belated Thanksgiving by the time this airs, I guess. Uh, I'm Johanna, and I'm a teenager, uh, Jordan and Sonia's teenager, actually. The coolest thing, by all accounts, ask anybody. Um, as my dad says, nothing is more foreign to a teenager than being thankful. It is in our union contract. And the last year has made it harder. The COVID shutdown sucks. I'm applying for college right now. Uh, I'm a good distance runner, as you might have seen on my mom's Facebook page. Uh, as a sophomore, I won the state championship in the 3,000 meters, and college coaches got interested in me. Then, <clears throat> last year, I had a little injury that sidelined me for a bit, and then COVID wiped out an entire year of official competition. Now, I have no recent times to present to college coaches, and I lost my best ticket to school. I literally ran thousands of miles to make this dream come true. 
but now my path is uncertain. So I guess it's time to be thankful. Uh, here's a verse that I've been thinking about lately. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 15 to 16. All this is for your benefit, so that grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though we outwardly are wasting away, we inwardly are being renewed day by day. I like this verse because it's the only one that I know of that explains why it's good for us to be thankful rather than just commanding us to do so. And it's good for us to be thankful because that's how we keep ourselves from losing heart. 2020 is not the worst year ever. I know, it's controversial to say uh, because we have 218,000 dead from COVID in the US and 9% of US citizens have lost their jobs due to the economic shutdowns. But consider this. In 1918, the Spanish flu killed 675,000 nationwide. And during the Great Depression, 10.5% of citizens lost their jobs. And 345,000 Americans died due to the world wars. Uh, this is not to invalidate suffering, um, because I mean, I surely can relate to suffering immensely this year. Uh, but it is to prove that bad things always happen, and bad things always pass. And even I know that in my short 17 and a half years of life. Uh, so for example, in 1920, uh, we developed herd immunity in response to the Spanish flu, and the stock market rebounded after its initial crash in 1929. And in 1945, Japan surrendered aboard the USS Missouri, effectively ending the Second World War. Uh, we progressed. Today, the nation is stuck in the anger and depression stages of grief brought on by the pandemic. Uh, and we are not keeping our momentum forward oriented, not keeping ourselves future oriented. But the fact is there is a future. Uh, and its nature depends more on how we act now than most of us would like to admit. Uh, we have to move on in order to reach that future. But it is difficult to move on, especially when everything is complicated due to COVID-19. And the question that lingers in most of our minds is, when who we are is an accumulation of our actions, but current circumstances restrict our actions, how much of that identity remains? Uh, my answer to that is that COVID can't stop you if you don't let it. It can slightly change our actions, but not stop them. Uh, now, it's easy to stay motivated when every system and program in the world has opens a clear path for you, uh, when the world is working in your favor. But it is far harder when paths are limited and the world is chaotic as it is right now. So to surmount that, you must be creative and you must be aggressive. As I tell my classmates who are worried about school and graduation, college applications, uh, you can no longer depend on being rewarded for obedience to systems that no longer exist. We have to invent our own paths now. Uh, but not all of this is about muscling through, though a lot of it is. Uh, we also have to work smarter to find new methods, to find hacks that allow us to get more bang for our buck. Um, that varies individual to individual depending on your personality and your career. And I mean, I would be happy to give you some of my study tips and workout tips for a 
for a small fee. But here is the key that uh, applies to everybody. It's hard to work creatively and aggressively when you're down. It's easy to work when you're happy. So the secret is simply to be happy. Uh, easier said than done, though, I know. Um, it takes development. And do you know one great way to develop happiness? It is to practice being thankful. And the best thing about thankfulness is that it is a never-ending source of happiness. You can be thankful about the regular worldly accomplishments in your life, like a promotion or a blue ribbon, whatever. But you can be thankful about tons of seemingly small things, too. There's nothing too small. Uh, for example, this morning I had oatmeal for breakfast, and I got to have craisins in it instead of raisins, which is amazing because craisins are just so, so much better, objectively. Um, <laughs> yeah. You will have been told all your life, I assume, that being thankful is the right thing to do because it's morally good, because it honors your friends, family, and God, and this is true. But uh, there is a selfish, selfish reason to be thankful too, which is great because we humans are selfish, nasty creatures. Uh, and the reason is thanksgiving, thankfulness, is fuel for success and achieving your goals. So find ways to be thankful. Let me talk about running again. I'm sorry, I know, 99% of my conversations are uh, centered around running. Running is hard. And the hardest part about running 40, 50, 60 miles a week, like I do, is the mental side of things. Uh, you have to find ways to motivate yourself when you're stuck in the middle of a grueling workout or race. For example, when I was first starting to run in junior high, once a week I would do this workout, a six by 800 workout. So that means that I run an 800, uh, so half a mile, six times, almost as fast as I can, with a minimum rest in between the reps. Um, <clears throat> and usually before these workouts, I would cry a little bit because I was so nervous about getting it done because it was such a hard thing for me to do. Uh, and then sometimes the only way I could get myself to even start the workout was to say, well, just try to do the first half, just try to do the first three, and if you're still feeling terrible after the first three, then maybe you can compromise and quit there or just do one more. Um, and then when I started the workout and did the first three, I would usually feel so much better after the, after the first three ones and I would feel so much more motivated that finishing the second half would be no problem. In the running world, there's nothing more grueling than the marathon. The marathon is 26.2 miles, and the average participant takes four to five hours to finish. Uh, if you're not a Kenyan, you can run a marathon in under two hours. <laughs> anyway, studies show that 17.3% of participants drop out before they finish a marathon. And ask any athlete, and they will say you are far more likely to drop out of a race or workout before getting halfway through. Um, it's kind of counterintuitive, right? You think that once you get like 75% of the way through, you might as well quit because you did most of it already. But once you get halfway through, you feel like you have a lot to lose by quitting. Uh, motivation suddenly increases once you're halfway, 14 miles through the marathon, done. And the same is true for life in general. When you feel like you have nothing yet, it's easier to pull out of the race. Uh, when you feel like you really have something, when you've noted the mile markers, 
you will feel the cost of quitting. It's like Newton's first law of motion, momentum, right? So an object in motion stays in motion, object in motion, an object at rest stays at rest. Um, thankfulness reminds you of the goodness of your race so far. It gives you that first 14 metaphorical miles. This year, 2020, without doubt, has been inordinately difficult for many of us, me included. And whenever difficulties arise, motivation dissipates as we funnel most of our energy into surviving those difficulties. Uh, but if you want to keep moving towards your goals, you will have to be extra creative and extra forceful. Therefore, you are going to want to practice thankfulness like a real athlete. So in order for you to do so, I prepared four simple, easy to remember steps. Number one is remember that all bad things come to an end. Number two is remember that the nature of your future depends on what you do right now. Number three is choose forcefulness in the face of chaos. Choose inventiveness in the face of uncertainty. And num number four is use thankfulness as fuel for the motivation to do so. And the way I'm doing this is my goal is that I want to run for a Division I university next year. So I remember, I'm remembering that COVID is going to come to an end and that I have to take action now to achieve that goal. Uh, if you come into Manoa on any given day, you will see me running up hills in the pouring rain because all my facilities are closed, but I still have my own two feet. And you may see me calling college coaches because although they cannot give me scholarships for seasons that did not happen, I can make arrangements for a walk on tryouts at schools I'm interested in. And I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to do these things. And although your goals may not encompass running for a D1 university next year, although if they do, Feel free to join me for a Saturday 12 miler sometime. Uh, you too can use this method to achieve your goals. Um, use Thanksgiving as the fuel for your motivation. So please join me in prayer. <laughs> Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for bringing us here together. Uh, thank you for everyone who is watching here in this room right now and everyone who is watching behind their screens right now. Uh, please keep us safe and healthy as we progress into this holiday season. Please keep us safe from COVID and anything else that may be trying to harm us. Please surround us by your angels and your Holy Spirit and give us a strong push forward into this coming new year. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hello. Oh, oh, hey, Blue Water. I didn't see you there. We're just eating pie. End of Thanksgiving Day. Glad to see ya. Mm -hmm. Thanks for jumping on our service today. We love you, Blue Water, and miss you. We hope you had a wonderful holiday week. And Jojo, you're amazing. Thanks for all that you shared, your young years and tons of wisdom. Uh, we have a prayer line available. If you need to press in on anything, Jojo talked all about how to kind of press through hard things right now. And so we're available from 10.30 to 11. And you can email me and I'll have a prayer team call you. We love you and we, um, we bless you in the name of Jesus to have an amazing week and a beautiful holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving from the Elias and Holly. <laughs>